right. Good morning, everyone. I am Scott. I am sober and I am a heathen. I am the sober heathen. Welcome to the podcast. Tonight I'm recording via candlelight because it sets a really good mood and it makes me feel good. And you'll kind of see in the background as my tapestry hanging in the back comes into view as if it's a metaphor for the darkness um, that was encompassing my life for so many years and there is hope and ironically it's a raven and the runes which have uh, been my spiritual factor of my recovery um, over this past half a year maybe a little more um man i tell you i've uh i've been doing a podcast uh tonight i'm probably coming up on about 40 minutes and uh you say well what do you mean this thing just started well uh, I just did about a half hour of blabbering, um, uh, trying to do a 12-step podcast, and there was no flavor to it. There was no, um, it wasn't real, because that's not what I needed to talk about. It was me just trying to put a podcast out so I could feel better about myself and say, hey, I put a podcast out. Uh, the real the real deal is that, you know, I'm. it's been a rough few days, uh, very up and down. Uh, today, I didn't get out of bed until three. Uh, the one highlight um, was that uh, I, I did get up and force myself to a meeting, a Pier 360 meeting. I didn't stay till the end because for whatever reason, I decided that I didn't want to say one thing that I was grateful for. And that's what they do at the end of the meeting. So I ducked out. And that's, uh, that's not okay. You know, you have to finish what you start, especially, um, in recovery. It can be very dangerous, especially since the, uh, meeting before with the 360, uh, there was, I was in their way early and I allowed the conversation before the meeting to deter me from sticking around for the, for the meeting to begin at all. Um, you know, I, I believe I was justified in my dis my disdain for what was being said. That you should never be talking about other people um, from the meeting with another person. I think I was justified in, in being irritated by that. But um, for myself, I need to just put the headset down and walk away, grab a Dr. Pepper and uh, let that shit go. Uh, it's a breeding ground for disaster. Um. So, yeah, I mean, uh, there were a couple nights where I stayed up to uh, about five, six o'clock in the morning, slept for a couple hours, uh, went to a card show with a good friend, had a great time. Uh, but I, I was going on about an hour and a half sleep. I, I didn't sleep at all. Um, well, I slept for about an hour and a half, uh, which really isn't anything. And um, so I was dragging ass. The card show was fun. Uh, we went to lunch. That was that was good. Uh, had a good time. He's a good person. I, I, Pug, I love you, man. Thank you for getting me out of the house from time to time. Thank you for being uh, this incredibly optimistic person. Um, I, I don't know how you do it. Uh, you're you're an inspiration to me, and I've never said that to you. And I need to make sure that I send that in a text or or call you and tell you that in person because I don't know if you listen to the podcast. I know you said you have listened to some, but I don't know if you listened to this one. And you deserve to hear that because it's the truth. And I love you, my friend. Uh, you know, and I'm I'm in part to another friend um, is in part responsible for this podcast, even though it's late. 
or very early, however you want to look at it, me doing it. Um, I at least told him that I was in a funk and he said, you should do a podcast about it. And I was like, I, but I don't even know what the hell to say. I don't even know. And I, you guess what? I still don't know what the hell to say. And my mouth has been running now for several minutes. So, um, yeah, it, it, the counselor that I've seen, uh, seen for the third time tomorrow, he, he continually says, you know, that first year sucks. That first year sucks. Um, and, and that's what I've heard since I started the program uh, of AA and uh, trying to get this shit figured out. I've, I've heard the first year is, you know, no relationships for the first year, you know, no big decisions in the first year. And it's like, you know what? Life goes on. Sometimes those things have to happen. So um, I've been trying to, oh, sorry, John Duty, if you ever listen to this, I said trying. Uh, I've been working to be somewhat productive at least once a day. And for the most part, I've been fairly, I've not been nearly as productive as I could be. I, I could be doing a podcast a day. Um, there's plenty of information, plenty of notes that I have that I could pump these things out. Um, and, you know, the more I pump out, the more I'm available. And you never know, uh, you know, how that's going to help myself or somebody else. Um, I did spend some time over the last couple of days talking with some friends that are struggling. And it breaks my heart that I don't have the words that uh, can change their thought processes and make them uh, see that they have value and that they can do something about this. Um, but that's, that's the way I can't carry. I can only be there to listen. And one of my, one of my friends, I, I told, told them that I was going to be very blunt with them and I was, and we're still friends. So, uh, just like people need to do that with me, uh, I need to carry and practice what I preach. Take these headsets off here because I don't need it. Um, so cleaning your room, one thing that I've heard a lot of too in recovery is make your bed. And it sounds so silly and so simple because, I mean, there are plenty of people that don't make their bed. But I got to thinking about it last night when I crawled into bed. And I'm going to make my bed before I go to sleep after this, by the way. Um, the sheets are all screwed up. You know, the blankets are all screwed up. And you crawl in and you, you're tired. You're finally ready to go to sleep. And now you got to fucking kick the the feet of the blankets you know, they're all twisted together. It's it's not covering you. You know, some people like their feet out. Some people like them covered up. I'm a person that uh, like them covered up, you know, and if it's all twisted and then, and then so all of a sudden you're ready to go to sleep and now you're pissed off at fabric. I was pissed off at fra- fabric and it's like, well, why don't you just make your bed like you've been fucking told to? And it's little things like that that can add up. Um so before I go to sleep tonight, I'm going to take the time to um, make my bed so that when I crawl into the bed that the sheets and blankets are all where they need to be. Um, I could easily go with the excuse when I get done with this. Well, you know what? If I take the time to make the bed, then, you know, if, I, if I'm if i ready to go to bed, then I'm not going to be sleepy. I should just lay down and I'll make it in the morning. I, I can't do that. That's... uh. That's a life that led me down a, a shitty road. Um, 
things things with things with people close to me are very odd right now i'm very odd uh i think i mentioned in podcasts but i know not everybody listens to everyone so my dad helped me out financially um quite a bit um recently and he and i have not been close um we've we've grown closer over the last couple of years it started with a hospital visit one of those times i ended up in the hospital uh not knowing how i got there and he came to visit me it was right after uh, my brother died uh, my brother was raised by him um it, you know just circumstances led to me not spending much time with my father um but that again that's previous podcast maybe a recap in a future one um but he came in and he gave me a hug as i'm laying in the hospital bed and he told me he didn't want to lose me and uh that started uh that started a a path of something I, i don't even know what it is so this dude he drives me up to treatment he drives my truck up to treatment uh when i was living in sober living with my grandfather you know, they drive up there for it. He was paying my truck payments and, you know, he, he delivered, hand delivered this check to me, um, a week ago or so. And I mean, it was a, it was a nice chunk of change. I mean, it was extremely generous and extremely appreciated. And, um, you know, I was like, thank you. And I, I want to sit down and talk with, with my father, my dad, and, uh, you know, just, have a conversation. You know, I want to talk about family. I want to learn about his side of the family. I want him to learn about me. I want to learn about him. Um, but for some reason, I just, I don't know. I, I don't pick up the phone. And then for a second, my mind goes to, you know, well, he's not picking up the phone either. And sure, communication is a two-way street. But uh, I did ask for something and he did come through for me. And I know that he's a person that is not uh openly communicative with hardly anyone he's a very uh introverted person he keeps to himself so it, that's just an excuse on my part so knowing this and I, not reaching out that puts a little chink in my armor because it's like okay well another day went by that you didn't call and you told him that you wanted to talk and he did this for you and now you didn't i need to accept that i just didn't call that it's not the end of the world. And I also need to accept that the right thing to do is to call and make this thing happen because I owe it to myself to have a relationship with my dad. And you know what? He might get something out of it too. You never fucking know. I would rather Facebook stalk my mom's profile looking for stupid shit that she posts and waste my energy and time doing that than to call the dude that has been so helpful in the last year and is a big part of my recovery. Makes no sense. It's emotional because you want to change. I want to be, I want to be a son as much as I want to be a father. 
And as much as I want to be a good significant other, and, uh, you know, it's normal thinking, you know, a lot of times I'll say it's the disease talking, but a good friend of mine, he said, you know, uh, like anxiety and depression and these thoughts, they're normal thoughts for every person. It's just people in addiction, I think. Uh, we use it as excuses and maybe maybe it turns our mind sideways a little easier. I, I, I'm not really sure anymore. But um, you know, sometimes I tell myself that, uh, you know what, dude, you're fucking 41 years old. 41 year olds don't need a dad. And I, that sounds silly to anybody that's around my age uh, who has a dad and they're close to, uh, I have a great friend who lost his dad um, a while back and, you know, uh, he's torn up about it still. This is his dad and wishes he could have his dad back, you know, and I'm sure some people that have lost their fathers would be like, man, I wish my dad was here. I'd trade you in a second. And I get it. I get it. I just, I don't know how to be a son. I don't know how to be a good family member because my family has set terrible examples. But because I realize that, I also know in my head that now that I realize that when I choose to do the same things, then I haven't learned anything. I'm just continuing the same bullshit that has brought me to these feelings. Now, again, in the podcast that I just deleted, I said, knowledge doesn't solve the problem. Knowing what you're doing wrong doesn't solve the problem. Knowing that picking up that bottle didn't stop and it was going to go somewhere bad didn't stop me for years, didn't stop so many people for years. Uh, husbands or wives cheating on their husband or wives, knowing it's wrong, didn't stop them from doing that. Um, you know, you, you get on the scales and you're like, oh, crap, I, I, I can't believe this is the number that I'm looking at. You know, we all, and then we go have a cheeseburger. We all do things like this. We know it's wrong and we do it anyway. So it's more to it than knowledge. It's going to take more the knowledge to make changes on these things that we're struggling with. And one is effort. Just do one thing. Call my dad one time. And if it's another month before you call again, I got to work up the effort to do it again and do it again and do it again. And then hopefully it'll stick. I mean, four treatments, uh, or inpatient treatments. I think the I think finally things are starting to starting to uh, come together. You know, uh, two hundred and fifty days last year. So that alone is is proof that effort, and you never know what can happen. Um, 
Yeah. So I guess if I'm, if this is an honest podcast and taking you on my journey, you know, I, I feel good that I was able to take that money and send a substantial amount in child support and have some back to continue payments moving forward. Um, but I've also spent, I've also spent money uh, on myself and I've been going through a battle in my head on where, where the line is, you know, um, like I bought these candles. That's really glowy. They're fake. But I really don't have a light in this room. Now there's a lamp and it's super bright. And uh, something about candlelight and bonfire light does something for me. So I bought them. I shouldn't feel bad about that. This is something that is soothing. It, It sounds stupid. But it's like when you owe money in child support and you have credit cards out there, why are you spending money on stupid fucking candles? Um, you know, I, I I bought new shoes and I didn't need the shoes. I had shoes to wear. But there's an old saying in baseball, you look good, you play good. I think that can go for almost any sport. But you have your jersey tucked in. Um you know, your pants are, you know, even, your your legs are even in the ball field. You're, I know kids don't wear the uh, stir or not stirrups. What the hell are they called? Anyway, the, the things that look like your stripes on your socks, the fake ones, uh, if they're tucked in and they're even, you look good. Uh, your hat all the way down, you look good. Your jersey put tucked in, I think you said that already. Your belt's on, you look good, you play good. Well, if you look good in life, you feel good. So I've spent more than what I would like to admit and more than I'd admit to anybody probably. Um, but I've tried to keep it to to buying things that are going to make me feel good. For instance, speakers, Bluetooth. I have spent, since their purchase, I have put many hours on them in these in these shitty days of just turning up the music um, and just letting the music take over. It's therapeutic for me. Um, but then there's the guilt coming back. Oh, you can't be doing this shit. And so, you know, now I'm putting it out there. I'm going to post this, you know, and, uh, you know, my ex-wife could see it and say, well, you sent this money, but you're so far behind. I cannot believe that you're on here talking about buying these things. And she would be justified to think that way. Um, but, I feel like I'm making the best effort to get things that are going to help me move forward. Because if I can't, you know, in, in a month's time, maybe uh, it was supposed to be six months and six months is next, next month for this uh, monitor on my ankle, it's going to come off. And I don't know what the stipulations are going to be. Uh, when this thing comes off, am I going to have to blow? Am I going to have to, uh, you know, uh, be on randoms? Um, y- you never know what the PO is going to say. So I don't know what's coming. 
sooner than later, um, and maybe sooner than I maybe even I want, I, I could find myself without any oversight. Um, and, and no no devices. Now I, I, it's ironic um, that um, in the one meeting that I made today, uh, a woman was in there talking about that about how uh, her court coming up, she could be all done with testing. And somebody in there uh, in the meeting said, "You know what? You don't have to stop. You can still do it." This thing is uh, seven bucks a day to have on my ankle that is money that i cannot continue spending without a job so uh, the good news is I, I i did see a friend in the grocery store and he offered to to vouch for me to get a job where he works um in the spring when things open up if i'm still looking for a job so i i have that is it ideal no um but I have to go and see and, you know, uh, see what it's all about and probably take what I need to take until something comes that, uh, you know, or I continue my education and, and other doors open. But every single day, you know, that goes by, I beat myself up about the bills. I beat myself up about... Um, you know, not seeing my kids for all this time. Um, I beat myself up about having an attitude with my great-grandmother. Um, not returning my friend's calls uh, when I should or could. I choose not to. I'm not as social with the people in my circle at times because it, it, it it's a pity party to some extent. And it's a, I don't know what to say. I don't want to say things that are going to scare you. And I don't want to say things that uh, yeah, going to make you wonder where my mind's at. Cause I, the truth is, I don't know where my mind's at. I feel like I can say with some certainty that my mind is uh, strongly on the recovery path still as far as I don't want to drink ever again that's still very true and I can feel it in here my spirituality has been up and down but uh, the bonfire that I went out and had tonight and just sat in silence after I was out there for a minute on my phone and was like dude get off your phone I just sat there and listened to the fire and coyote in the distance for a minute and then the the clouds cleared for a minute and i got to see some stars it was uh it was really great so i guess the 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 moral of the podcast is um you know milestone of 190 days yesterday uh you know i'm closing in on 200 which i never thought would be possible um you know, I got fines that I have to pay. I got, I got, I got, because of my dad, I can, I can throw money at it, but the money's only going to last for so long. But these aren't things that I can worry about right now. I can only do what I can do. And what I can do is I can, 
end this podcast, go to sleep, get up first thing in the morning, uh, go through the emails that I have on people inquiring. Um, most of the time it's automated from Indeed, but I still can do it. Um, and just go from there. It'll happen. I did a rune cast today, um, asking the runes uh, for some guidance. And I mean, it was, it, it couldn't get more spot on. Um, it said that uh, the action I should take has to do with ancestry. Has to do with, you know, um, I need to connect with uh, my ancestry. So for that, you obviously can't connect with your ancestors because they're past, but your ancestry doesn't just mean the people that are past. It's telling me to reach out to my dad. It's telling me to reach out to my grandfather. It's telling me to work through this with my grandmother. And uh, and that's what I need to do. But um, I don't know if this podcast is going to be something that's going to be like, whoa, this is a really good one. But I guess it doesn't have to be good. It has to be um, the truth. And it has to be um, my journey. And this is my journey. This is where my head's at. I'm doing a podcast at 328 in the morning because it's what I need to do. I'm going to fucking need... I'm going to do what I need to do uh, to survive this because for the first time in a long time, I don't want to exist. I want to live. I want to go back to just existing. I want to stay up all night and play video games instead of being passed out. I want to go out and have a bonfire and connect with the gods. I want to have connections with people and family and friends. I want those things. I don't know what I'm in such a hurry for, wanting all these things to come so quickly. Because they will come as long as I do the next right thing. And I just need to enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey of of the great, Friends that I have, uh, Pug, Chris, Zach, uh, you know, it, and there's clearly other people, but some people I don't mention by name for a reason. <laughs> uh, but those three dudes right there alone, I mean, even my ex fiance's sister, you know, she helped me get some plants. She didn't have to do that. So there, are, I'm obviously not such a degenerate that nobody cares. I have very many people that, uh, that, that care and continually reach out. And it's just, a it's a blessing to see that every single day because it is every single day. But if I give off um, in, in, in my post, if I give off for a second that I'm not heartbroken for what I did to my ex fiance and my children and what I put my grandmother through and uh, my neighbor um, who was looking after my grandma and who doesn't understand addiction worth a lick, but still the, I, I put her through the people at the gas station when I put them through. Uh, that's all in the past and I accept what I've done, um, but it's still in there and it gnaws away every single day because I want to fix it and I want to fix it yesterday. If anybody says that recovery is easy or yeah, I don't, 
I, you know, there are people out there that say, yeah, I, I just decided to quit one, one day. I didn't do any meetings, didn't do anything. I just said, eh, I'm done. Well, God bless you. And I hope that your life is all peaches and cream because some of us, uh, we got to fight every single day. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to find the energy and the desire to keep fighting every single day to do something that gives me fulfillment. Um, you know, sitting in this room, I wish I could show you. It's just a tiny little fucking room. And when you don't want to go down and have conversations um, with the person you live with, and you choose not to answer your phone or text, you know, you're, you're creating your own prison creed song. Um, so this podcast is my outlet. Um, I'm I'm going to win. I'm winning every day that I don't pick up a bottle. That's that's the bottom line. And uh, I go see the counselor tomorrow. And uh, I need to make sure that I continue to do that even after uh, I, I think I'm only court appointed to see him eight times. This will be third for him, so that would be four total. I only got to do four more. Um, got to continue to do those things. So, uh, always looking for people to come on the podcast. Always looking for guests, um, both uh, Alnon, both an AANA or whatever uh, you want to call yourself. If you're in addiction, uh, please send me a message. I'd love to have you. I still want to do a panel episode. I think it would be great to have an open discussion. Um. I think it. there are a lot of things that I'd like to do. It's just, um, you know, finding, fighting through the, the anxiety and the depression and the, and the, the woe is me's and, and all the things that come with all this shit. Um, but I, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it right now. So anyway, if you uh, have been watching and you made it this far, I really appreciate you. Um, I love all of you who listen. Um, the sober heathen at yahoo.com. If you need to reach out, um, Scott at the sober heathen.com. Uh, there is a website with some information on it, but uh, it's a work in progress. I uh, started uploading to Rumble tonight. Hopefully, tomorrow I get all the episodes up on Rumble. And then um, Rumble is a lot easier to monetize. So I think that I might be doing some content, maybe even some live content. Once I uh, learn a little more about uh, Rumble, uh, just to throw it out there and see what happens, you know. Um, also on TikTok, Twitter, um, what is it? It's uh, Apple Music, Amazon, or Apple Podcast, Amazon Music is what it is. Spotify podcast is there. Um, yeah, if if. Uh, Shoot me the, to, to those emails, um, thesoberheathen at yahoo.com or scott at thesoberheathen.com. Shoot me topics or things that you'd like to hear uh, my point of view on. I'd gladly uh, I'd gladly do that for uh, any request. So you folks have yourself, if you're listening tomorrow morning, have yourself a great morning and a great day. 
if you're listening to this and it's in the future, um, I still hope that your day is a good one. I hope if uh, you are struggling that you uh, find the strength uh, to put the effort in to get the help that you need, even if it's the icky kind, like saying, I need to go away from my people for a while to to get recalibrated. And uh, yeah, you have no idea what it means to me to see the views on this thing pop up. Um, if I get no views, that's all right too, because I'm going to hit end on record on this thing. And I'm going to feel better about myself, uh, for being willing to put myself out there, put my story out there, uh, chronicle where I'm at, you know, I'm 191 days officially. I'm still struggling, but I'm still winning. You win by one run or a hundred runs, as long as you win the game. That's all that matters. And I won. I won March twentieth because I didn't fucking drink. So fuck this disease. Fuck it up. It's rotten, smelly ass. I hope that uh, you find your way, and um, just keep watching, keep reaching out, and uh, let's keep this connection because having this connection is the only way. To stop this addiction. So again, love you all. I'm the Silver Heathen, and thanks for listening, man. I really appreciate you, all of you. Thanks.